Start, Launch, Market. That is the theme of the Profit Podcast and the three-step formula that I teach entrepreneurs whenever they want to create a podcast of their own. We've already covered starting and launching a podcast in episodes 46 and 48, so today I want to cover the final steps that go into marketing your podcast. Let's dive right in. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Because if you've been thinking about creating a podcast for a while, well, I'm so glad you found this show. Think of this as the shortcut slash time-saving version of searching Google and YouTube for hours and hours trying to figure out the world of podcasting. Trust me, as a busy mama of three, I get it. You don't have a lot of time to be spent or wasted, I should say, searching the web, trying to find all the right ideas and all the amazing things that are out there, and you just end up overwhelmed. Trust me, I've been there, done that, took home the souvenir. But this podcast is going to help you in practical ways because twice a week we'll be delivering episodes that are going to give you steps to help you create a podcast your audience can't wait to listen to. So let's get right to it, shall we? Hey you. Yeah. You. Yes. Yes, I'm talking to you. Do you see? Yeah, okay. So are you looking to start a podcast in 2019, but you're thinking, I don't know what I'd talk about. It's like, I have no idea even where to get started. Don't, 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 don't even let that thought overwhelm you because guess what? I've done all the work for you. I've actually created a workbook that has 500 podcast ideas for any industry. That's right. 500. Actually, it's over 500. I think it's like 554 for any kind of podcast. I specifically created this tool for entrepreneurs who aren't sure if podcasting is right for them. They say, well, I have a blank, insert any kind of industry, business. Will a podcast work for me? My answer, 99.99999% of the time is Yes, a podcast will totally work for that kind of business. So let's say you're in personal finance or real estate or business or marketing or technology or beauty and fashion or pet services or life coaching or parenting or any other number of industries. I've got you covered. Let me show you some podcast ideas that I have for you to get started. You can go to crystalprofit.com slash 500 podcast ideas. That's Crystal with a K, Profit with two F's and two T's, crystalprofit.com slash 500 podcast ideas, and you can grab this free, 100% free, download today. Okay, so we are coming to the last part of our three-part series, How to Start, Launch, and Market a Podcast, and today we're talking about how to market a podcast. So... There's a lot that I could say about this. Marketing is my background and it's what I research, it's what I study, 
all the time. And I'm always looking for new ways that you can get your content in front of as many people that you can help as possible. But I just wanted to cover five of the most important things I believe that you can do to market your podcast. So there's a lot to cover. We're just going to dive right on in. Okay, so the first one is content teasers. I actually was introduced to the concept a few months ago that whenever you're creating content, you should have something that you can use in many different ways. So for example, I produce this podcast, right? But I can take little clips of a show or a graphic about, you know, let's say a quote from a show or so many different, I could video myself while I'm recording this podcast. Those are different ways that you can create content around your content. Does that make sense? So you're not producing 50 podcast episodes and then talking about them with more podcast episodes, right? Like you're going to create one piece of content, a podcast episode, and then you want to find ways that you can tease your audience and it's going to intrigue them and they're going to be like their interest is going to be sparked and say, I wonder what Crystal's talking about on the podcast today. Oh, wait, I saw on Instagram, she said she has a cool guest or someone that I would really like to listen to. I'm going to go listen to her podcast because I saw that on Instagram. Boom. The reason why I say that is because this happens all the time. There are people that I follow that have their podcast. Jessica Honiger. I love her podcast. She always has really cool guests on there. And I will see like she puts her Insta stories like, oh, she has someone I really want to listen to today. I'm going to go listen to that podcast because I specifically like that person she's interviewing. So this is a way to tease your content. And there's actually, um, I have a post about ways to get your audience interested and curious about what you're creating. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details here because um, you can go read about it, but it's the five best podcast marketing tools. And I will link to that in the show notes. But um, I do want to cover a few things that that post talks about. And that is, the first one is, you can do this with sound bites or audiograms, whatever you want to call them. Um, I use Buzzsprout as my hosting site, and they have sound bites that you can create directly within their platform. Like, you don't have to go use an outside platform. You can go grab a 30-second or shorter clip of an individual podcast episode, and then you can upload it. Like, you can use it as a video. I guess I should explain exactly what a soundbite is first. So I was getting a little ahead of myself. So a soundbite, if you've seen mine, and I'll link to a few different ones that I've done in the show notes, but a soundbite is either a picture of your podcast artwork, or it could be a specific graphic for that particular podcast episode, and then it has like the wavy lines, or it has bars, or it has... Something that indicates your voice and the noise is bouncing up and down, up and down, right? So even if people don't have the sound turned on, if you put it on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, then they know like, oh, there's there's something there. There's audio there. There's sound to be listened to there. So I'm enticed as a consumer, as a listener of other podcasts, whenever people have this in their Insta stories, for example, 
I won't have my sound turn on and I'll be scrolling into stories and I'll see like, oh, there's a new podcast. Oh, look, they have the wavy lines. I want to go see what they're saying. Is that something that I need to listen to? So as a consumer, I know that these work. I know that these have an impact. And I know that if you pick a part of your show that's really going to invite people and like, oh man, like this could really help you or this could solve a problem for you. Or this could just be something that could help you in your life. Like, I'm going to go listen to that. And that's what, like, that's the mentality that you should have for your audience. You want that same experience for them whenever they see your content teasers. Okay, so I mentioned Buzzsprout. Another app or website that does this really well is Headliner. And like I said, I'll link to... um, both of my examples uh, on this because they are a little bit different. Headliner has a different format than Buzzsprout, whereas Buzzsprout, um, that is what I use for my hosting site. So they have all the information that they automatically pull in. So they, it says the episode number and the episode title, and it will show you, you know, like this is where it's from. It's from this podcast episode, whereas Headliner It doesn't automatically do all that stuff. You have to format it for you. So I uploaded my podcast artwork to a recent headliner, one that I did. And I will create one for this episode, actually, and probably post that in the show notes because it would be a great example. But you will do your podcast artwork. Then you will upload a snippet. I think you can do up to 10 minutes. And y'all, I got to say, 10 minutes is way too much of a content teaser. I think... The best ones are under a minute and even 30 to 45 seconds. Those, you know, where you can get a snapshot of, man, this is a great piece of content. You should listen to it. You can do that in 30 or 45 seconds. It doesn't have to be five minutes or two minutes or anything like that. Just really small or a a small chunk of time. But you want to put something really important in there And then you have your podcast artwork, you have your audio, and you upload that. And then you can put text on there. So if you wanted to put the episode number or the episode title, you can totally feel free to do that. But that is sound bites and audiograms. Another thing I wanted to talk about is graphics. And I've talked about graphics before, whether it was your logo or your podcast artwork or um, the graphics that you post on social media or your website or anything like that. I use Canva.com to do all of this. I don't pay a graphic designer. I don't have a team of people that help me do this. Like I created a template for how I wanted my podcast episodes to be, how I wanted them to be branded, certain colors, certain fonts. And I use the same template every time. And there's a reason why you want people to start recognizing your text or your colors or just the way that you post stuff online to be a representation of you and your podcast. Because then now when I see Amy Porterfield put out a brand new podcast episode, I know it's hers. She doesn't even have to put a picture of herself on there anymore. Like I know the fonts and the colors and the way that she puts things out into the world, I've recognized it because I've been following her for a while. So it's like that instant recognition. This goes back to like marketing one-on-one, like first class marketing I ever took is you want to have that brand recognition. Okay, so 
Graphics is something that I'm going to go into a lot more detail. And there's actually more detail about this in the best, uh, the five best podcast marketing tools post that I was telling you about. But um, I just wanted to touch on it because it is really, really important to have consistency across your graphics and everything you create for your podcast. Okay, so another way that you can do content teasers is video. I know there's a lot of people that are still not comfortable with Insta stories and Facebook lives and YouTube, and that is okay. However, I want you to know how much of an impact that this can have on your podcast or anything that you're creating. Because when people see you, they connect with you in a way that they can't in any other way. And yeah, you're saying, Crystal, I did a podcast, so I don't have to be on video all the time. I'm not talking about you being on video every day. I'm talking about once a week or whenever your podcast, like you have a brand new episode, just go ahead and plan time in your schedule and say, okay, my podcast released on Tuesday. I'm going to go live for 10 or 15 minutes and talk about this brand new episode and why people should listen to it. That's it. 10, 15 minutes out of your entire week is not that big a deal. Even better if you want to do Insta stories instead of Facebook Live because we're talking about 15 seconds. Like what if you just did three 15 second videos, 45 seconds total, and told people about your brand new podcast episode? You could do that a few times a week or you could give people... Uh, like a behind the scenes tour of when you're recording or let them know some cool fun facts about the person that you're interviewing or just show them some of the the editing process of what you're doing. Like just all that behind the scenes stuff lets your audience connect with you on a deeper level and it you're just taking them on the journey with you. So that's what I have for content teasers. So that's number one for how to market a podcast. Number two, and this is an ongoing process for this one, I want you to survey your audience. And you may be saying, Crystal, I haven't launched my podcast yet, so I don't have an audience. But come on, you know, you know, like you have a person in your mind who you're thinking, man, this would be perfect for Sheila. Or Ricky would love to listen to what I'm talking about here. Or Jose, like you know, Jose would love all the things that you're saying, right? You have an ideal person in your head who you're creating this podcast for. Even if you haven't given them a name, you know who you want to listen to your show. So start surveying those people. So go find them, whether it's in a Facebook group or other online communities. Go hang out where your audience is hanging out and start asking questions that is going to be an opportunity for you to turn around and say, hey, I have a podcast that could help you with this. Or what's really cool about Facebook groups, and this is where I do a lot of my marketing for my podcast is I'll go into a group that I'm already a part of and that I'm already hanging out, you know, kind of doing my fly on the wall thing. And I will go, if you didn't know this, there's a search box on the left-hand side. I'm thinking of Facebook on a desktop. I'm pretty sure it's the same if you're on your phone too. Uh, Actually, if you're on your phone, it's at the very top. When you go into a group at the very top, there's a search option. Type in your topic. So let's say I was a health coach. And I go into a group of women who are trying to, you know, take care of their bodies, take better care of their bodies. 
I would type in health coach. Who knows? Maybe someone had asked uh, two months ago, does anybody have a health coach recommendation? I'm looking for a health coach. And you could go back, even if it's an old post, you can still comment on it. Unless someone's turned off the comments, which that doesn't normally happen, then you could go in and say, hey, I'm a health coach. And instead of saying, hey, I'll sell you my program, or hey, I'll sell you this, because people don't want to buy stuff. If they don't know you, people don't want to buy stuff from you. But if you say, I have this great free podcast that you can listen to that I'm creating if you haven't launched yet, or like, I just launched it. I would be so excited if you would check it out for me. And if you're still in the beginning stages of your podcast, having listener feedback is huge, huge. Because then you can ask people, does this really resonate with you? Are these the kind of things that you want to hear? Or people will tell you, hey, I don't really care so much about that, but I loved hearing about this. It's funny because um, I've surveyed my audience. I created a Facebook group a while ago. It wasn't directly related to my podcast. It was more related to creativity. I love the idea of creativity and women really exploring the creative gifts that God has given them. And I had asked a question about something. I don't. I can't even think of what the initial question was. But everyone was so infatuated with the thought of one of my guests who was a road schooling mama. She had sold her house, her and her husband, and they had taken their kids on the road. And they are just traveling the world, traveling the country, and just homeschooling their kids from an RV. They were seeing the coolest places on earth. And it's just so cool to see that so many people in this group that was created for creative, you know, individuals, so many people were excited like, oh, like, I want to know more about that. I want to know what they did or I want to know how they, you know, how did they sell their house? How did they get out of debt? How did they do this? But I wouldn't have known that they were so interested in all of these things had I not surveyed my audience. So that's number two for how to market a podcast. I want you to constantly be thinking, what are the questions that I can ask my people? And if I don't have my people yet, where do they hang out? Who do I want to listen to my podcast? Because those are the people that I want to get in front of on a constant basis. Okay, number three is practice your elevator pitch. So this is taken, like, this is a work in progress. It wasn't until recently when I got a whole lot of clarity on what I actually do, what my podcast is about, who I'm speaking directly to, that I've finally perfected my elevator pitch. Okay, I'm going to give it to you. Okay, this is just right off the cuff. I'm just going to, ready, one, two, three, go. Hi, I'm Crystal Profit, and I have the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their own podcast. Period. The end. That's it. I could go into all the details of, are you feeling overwhelmed with podcasting? But then it starts to kind of sound like an infomercial, and it's like, you know, I'm not going to go into all that for you. But it's so simple and so easy, but... There's a few key elements to an elevator pitch. And the first thing is identifying what it is that you're doing. Okay, I said, you know, first of all, I introduce myself. Hi, I'm Crystal Prophet. And then the next thing is, I have a podcast. That is what I do. I have a podcast. And then, well, why would I need to listen to your podcast? Well, I teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. Oh, cool. 
you as a listener of this elevator pitch that I'm doing, let's say I'm actually in an elevator and someone says, what do you do? I would tell them that and they would say, oh, cool. And they would categorize themselves right then and there as, oh, that's something I'd be interested in or uh, like that's that's not for me or, ooh, I know, you know, my brother Jeremy would love to listen to that. So the elevator pitch is so important to how you market your podcast because you got to be able to tell people what it is that you do. You have to. This is marketing, like, like I said, back to marketing one-on-one. You have to be able to identify what it is that you do, who you're helping, and what your overall goal is. That is the basis of the elevator pitch. And guys, this can be an ever-evolving process. This doesn't have to be something that you sit down and you write it all out and, oh my gosh, like I just wrote the perfect elevator pitch in like two minutes. That's not how it worked for me at all. I've been working on my elevator pitch. Oh my gosh, I think I've written four or five now since... September because I started taking a blogging course and she was the first one to say, hey, you need a good elevator pitch. And she had all these templates and these great suggestions for what we could do to really, you know, hone in on what it is that we're doing and who we're trying to talk to and what we can accomplish for the people that are listening or reading what we have to say. And I've changed it so many times because it just didn't feel right. But what I just like, you know, spat off for you just now is it feels right. It's not hard. I don't have to look at a piece of paper and figure out who am I talking to? What am I trying to say? This is just something that comes with practice. So I want you to practice your elevator pitch. Come up with it first. Try to come up with as great of an elevator pitch as you can. But just know it doesn't have to be perfect. Just imagine yourself The next time you go out to dinner with friends and someone says, hey, Karen, what have you been up to? Well, I'm creating a podcast. And the next natural question is going to be, oh, what is your podcast about? Boom. Elevator pitch opportunity right there. Okay, so that's number three. So number one was content teasers. Number two is surveying your audience. Number three is practice your elevator pitch. So number four, I'm going to briefly touch on this and then I'm going to send you a great freebie that you should go grab. And that is the monetization strategies. So this is under how to market a podcast simply because it doesn't really fit anywhere else. Whenever you're starting, like how to start a podcast, monetization should not be the first thing you're thinking of. And when you're launching your podcast... You're just launching it. Like, you're just starting. You don't have to think about monetization when you're just launching your podcast. But now, as we start talking about marketing, maybe you've created a few episodes and you've thought about launching, you've grabbed your basic podcast launch plan, you've gone through all the steps, and you're thinking, okay, I see it. Like, I see the bigger picture. I think I know how all, how all the pieces of the puzzle are going to fit together. Now, how do I make money? With a podcast. I'm not going to go. I have five ways that you can make money with a podcast. I'm not going to go through all of them right here now because, oh my gosh, there's just so many. That's a later episode for down the road. I'm going to dive into all of the five ways that you can make money podcasting. But I do want you to go ahead and grab this freebie because it is a great resource to have as soon as you start doubting yourself. You start doubting, 
I have to get millions of downloads to have a sponsor or I have to have someone seek me out in order for me to make money on my podcast? No, no, those are lies. No, no, no. Don't believe that for a second. There are five ways that you can make money podcasting on day one if you follow these strategies. So that's at crystalprofit.com slash tips and strategies. That is my free resource library. There's a bunch of other really cool stuff in there. I want to say we're up to 10 or 12 freebies that you can download and reference back to all the time. I put those in there specifically for my people that are podcasting and they want lots of different resources and they want one place to find them. So it's in the free resource library. Again, that's crystalprofit.com slash tips and strategies. And I'll link to this in the show notes where you can go um, get access to it. But um, yeah, there's, I want to see people interested in podcasting for the message they have to share and not about, oh, it's a get rich quick scheme because guys, it's not, it's not, it's not a get rich quick scheme. This is a marathon, not a sprint. And the longer you do it, the better you will get at it, the better at interviewing you will be, and the better you will be able to market your podcast. It will like, to me, when someone asks me, about my podcast, it's so effortless to tell them what it is that I do. Because one, I finally understand what it is that I'm passionate about and what I really want to do, the message I really want to share. And I know exactly who I'm talking to. It took me a long time. Back to the elevator pitch. It took me a long time to figure all of that out. Okay, so number five is growth strategies. That's another way I want you to understand for how to market a podcast. And I have a few, but this is going to be a podcast episode that I'm going to dive deeper into in the coming, um, the next few weeks. But I just want to mention some here. And these are things that I personally am going to be doing in the next few months. And one of them is a growth strategy. Number one is get on other people's podcasts. What are, like, what industry are you in? What business do you have or where can you find an audience that's similar to yours? It doesn't have to be identical. Um, I have a friend who helps people with picky eating and there's not necessarily a lot of picking eating, picky, I can't even say that, picky eating podcast out there, but she started targeting podcasts that are related to moms or parenting or raising kids. And now she's able to go onto all of these different podcasts and promote the awesome things that she's doing with her book. And Addie wants to fit in. I'm just giving you a shout out, Jackie Lomenzo. She did this awesome children's book about an aunt who's a picky eater. And it's Addie wants to fit in. You should go grab it. If you have a picky eater, like it's just, it's a great book. But that's what she did. She went and she started targeting people that would have her audience. And I think that this is a great way to really build your momentum for your podcast. Another way is guest posting. So let's say you're not really a blogger, okay? I get it. I've gone down that road. It's been a challenge for me. And I still have a love-hate relationship with the online world of blogging. Like, oh my gosh. But if you were to guest post for a really high-end publication, man, That exposure that you can have is, we're talking in the hundreds of thousands or even millions a month. Like I was suggested, I was challenged, I guess I should say, to write an article for entrepreneur.com. 
or Forbes.com or Wired.com. And this is something I'm going to be doing in the coming months. I'm going to be pitching these publications and trying to get my podcast out there because I know that it can help other entrepreneurs that are reading these magazines. I say magazines, online articles. I don't even know what you call them anymore. Are they magazines, articles? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. You know what entrepreneur.com is, wired.com, Inc. Magazine, like all those things. But that's another growth strategy for you to get in front of people that would be curious about your podcast. So those are just the two growth strategies I wanted to cover today. Like I said, I'm going to be covering these in a lot more detail in the next few weeks. But guys, that's it. Like those are some of my basic tips for how to market a podcast. And I'm going to go over them again real fast. So we have our number one, our content teasers. Number two, I want you to survey your audience and that never stops. That never stops. Continue to survey your audience. I'm constantly asking people online, what is it What is it that you need help with? What overwhelms you? Like, where do you feel like you just, you know, you get stuck? And that's what, I, that's how I create content. And that's how I answer their questions. And I say, oh, well, I actually talked about one of my most popular episodes is about Pinterest strategies with Tammy Jones. And you know, I actually promote this a lot in some of the like the private Facebook groups that I'm a part of. Like you've had to have bought a course in order to be a part of these, but it wasn't even had it didn't have anything to do about podcasting. It was about Pinterest. And there are people that are just so grateful, like, oh my gosh, because I solved a problem for them. They had questions about Pinterest and like, how do you do this? How do you do that? And I'm like, well, I'm not a Pinterest expert, but I do have a Pinterest episode where I talk to a Pinterest expert and she's a strategist and she answered a lot of these questions and it was, you know, a shameless plug for people to go listen. And guess what? They did. I had several people write back to me and say, wow, this was so helpful. So that's, that's another like side note, like always have people at the forefront of your mind. How can you serve people? How can you bring value to them in all that you do? And I promise you'll you'll be on your way to success. I, I, I just, I know it. Okay, so that was number two, surveying your audience. And then number three, practice your elevator pitch. Come up with an awesome elevator pitch and then practice it over and over and over again. Practice on your kids, practice on your dog, practice on your husband, practice on your friends, practice on everybody and say, hey, let me tell you what my podcast is about, and then you give me feedback. You tell me if this makes sense. And um, I love the fourth grade test. I think that's what it is. It's like, explain what you do to a fourth grader. If they don't understand, you need to go back. You, you need to revise because your message should be so clear that someone who doesn't even understand bigger concepts of the world can get it. They understand what it is you're trying to say. Okay, so how to market a podcast number four is monetization strategies. Again, go grab the freebie, Five Ways to Make Money Podcasting at crystalprofit.com slash tips and strategies if you want to know how can I make money with this podcast that I'm creating. And then number five, we talked about growth strategies. I'm going to be going into these in much more detail, but I just wanted to mention some of the things that I'm doing to challenge myself. It's almost like... 
I'm putting it out into the world so you can hold me accountable. I want someone to hold me accountable and say, Crystal, you said you were going to do these things. So we want to see you make it happen. But that's all I have for you today. So I hope you enjoyed everything that goes into how to market a podcast. We're just barely scratching the surface, but I love to give you these steps that you can take so you can have like you can take action I want you to take action I want you to make progress because that's all we have right progress not perfection but that does it for this episode so if this is your first time tuning in I'd love for you to subscribe to the show and hear what other fun things we'll be talking about in the coming weeks we also have a brand new Facebook group that is the Profit Podcast Insiders, or it's actually the Profit Podcast Online Community on Facebook. So go join in the conversation. And I go live in there once a week, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central. And we just talk about podcasting. So that's a fun, that's a fun place for us to go hang out. So I will see y'all next time on the next episode. And remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. <laughs>